always write the title of the show first then i flow with the writing because think of it as you clicking on a podcast episode what grips you either the speaker or the title while i get a lot of celebrities on the show i'm assuming you don't know that person what would you want to know from that person and i do a lot of research like we spend a lot of time researching our guests one of the reasons that really get them pleased and get them talking and i always tell this to my team that no matter how much time you've spent on uh, creating something if it's not worth your users time it's not worth it don't put it up Hello and welcome back to Podcast Unfiltered, a podcast about creating podcasts and amazing podcasters. I'm your host, Vijay Gautam. For the past four years, I have had the opportunity to produce tons of shows and learn from some of the most amazing creators of the country. Podcast Unfiltered is my attempt to to give you a sneak peek into the creative process of some of the most iconic podcasters of the country and bring forth insights that's shaping the podcast industry in India today. Building community around your podcast is one of the smart things you can do as a podcaster. It helps you engage with your audience, understand them better and seek their feedback on the content. it also allows you to involve them in the creative process what i find smarter is when people start a podcast around the existing community this can be a great way to serve your existing community and build it further which in turn can be a huge stepping stone for the success of your podcast in this episode we are going to dive deep into the community aspect of podcasting my guest for this episode Mansi Javeri has been building the community for parents since 2011 with her organization Kids Stop Press and in 2017 she launched her podcast to further add value to the parents she hosts another podcast called Raising Parents which is a short 20 minutes conversations with parents on wide ranging topics around parenting This episode is extremely valuable if you'd like to understand how to build community, serve them and how it can help your business. Now sit back and enjoy this power-packed conversation. Welcome to the podcast Unfiltered Mansi. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much Vijay. It's a pleasure. So Mansi, I have been, you know, seeing a lot of your posts and I have gone through the podcast even though I'm not a parent yet um but you know i went through some of your podcast and they are really interesting so the first thing that i want to jump and discuss about in this podcast is about creating a podcast around the community right so creating the podcast like yours on parenting there are this like communities around a lot of communities around parenting and i have always felt that creating a content around existing communities is a smart move because you don't have to go about building the community because there's existing community that's already there and you know when you create the content that resonate with them then it's easier to maybe grow the reach of your podcast and also at the same time serve the community right so yeah. how has this whole aspect about building podcast around the community helped you know your show 
Um, so, you know, that's a very, very uh, good question. And what often happens is, you know, and think of it as a product. While building Kidstock Press, which is a discovery platform for parents, has been a process and that's the product. What I think most marketers or creators make a mistake is you, you launch a product and then you go about building a community around it, right? And then what often happens is you get disheartened that, oh, you know, nobody's listening or I've got five views, I've got 10 streams, I've got 25 listens or 10 likes or whatever the case may be, right? You have to go through that gestational trying period either before or after. Right. So sometimes you launch the product, nobody is buying, and then you're wondering why is nobody buying and you're disheartened. When you're launching a digital service or creation like this, then you're you're stuck on the streams, listen, likes, etc., whatever the metrics you keep for your brand. But what we've done and what I think is an interesting way of doing is you build your community first. Because also what is podcasting, right? It's a niche play in itself. You're building a community of people who are specially tuning in. And I really wish, Vijay, a lot of marketers are listening to this because they often undermine the value of a podcast. You don't realize that it's unlike a social media platform where you are just scrolling on and you're dependent on the algorithm for your visibility. A podcast is something that you are by choice tuning in, logging on to say Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Savan, whatever the case may be, and tuning in to listen to that creator, right? So it's by choice not on demand. So there's a huge difference. And that's why to create that community is, is a big, big win for all of us who are in it. I've built Kidstock Press for the last six years and it was a no-brainer. For me, doing social media, YouTube, hosting a podcast, all of this is just adding layers to an existing building community. When you're building a product, you need to understand that it's a you need to be present at multiple spokes and understand what your user's lifestyle is. Uh, and today the user is spoiled. The user, listener, consumer, whatever you may call it, he's spoiled. Everybody's coming to you at different. Uh, think of yourself as a theme park, right? There are multiple entry mm. and exit gates. That's exactly how, her, how your user's mind is. Many different people are entering from many different gates. You have to ensure that every gate point is well guarded where you're documenting your user's journey and is the best experience for your user to come in. Think of it like that. Now, podcasting mm. happens to be one of those entry gates for me and a very sticky one, I must say. Now, you have to say that how are you going to take that that data or that consumer and make sure that he sticks around with you through the multiple gates of the theme parks and explores the various areas there. That's how I would describe it. Hmm. And it's really interesting that you say, you know, you first build the community or at least serve the community. And I was having this conversation with uh, a fellow podcaster, Sandy, who does this podcast called Biker Radio Broadcast. And uh, he mentioned a similar thing where he said, you know what, if I went about creating a podcast on a topic and then went about building the community around it, it's going to take a while for you to build that community around podcast. But instead, I took a different approach where because there is such a thriving community of bikers in the country, I went about creating a podcast for bikers, even though I'm not somebody who is a biker myself, but I'm passionate and, you know, fascinated with the biking. But then being complete outsider to tapping into the community and being community's voice, it had taken a very, very short period of time because there's this very engaged community already existing. And I think that's always a smart move because you are serving the community and you are becoming the voice of the community at the same time. People would love something like that if there's a thriving community uh, there, right? So 
one thing is obviously because you were doing the kids stop press for a while the company that you have been building since 2011 and i'm sure you know there was a thriving community that you built over the period of time but also as i said in the beginning for the parents there are so many you know mom groups whether that's on facebook or whether that's on whatsapp and all these different places right so let's say for somebody you know who creates a podcast on this certain topics where there is like a certain community that's already existing then uh, you know what are some of the ways that they can use to tap into that community and maybe you know reach to those community and you know take their podcast to that community is basically what i'm you know trying to understand are there some of the things that you have done to take the podcast beyond kids stop press community so it's a very it's a very very interesting question and i must say that you know when i started out vijay uh, 7 years ago there didn't exist as many communities it was literally like explaining to the marketing managers that listen this is a great place to invest even um, you know brands with 85% or 90% market share did not believe in digital as a platform so that was an area that had to be cultivated the consumer was trying to figure out okay um, you know what am i going to get online india is such a different landscape and how am i going to build that so in many ways you built the entire ecosystem right you built the entire roadways yes that exists a whole bunch of other communities but the good part is that if you build a sticky audience right you build automatically many different advocates for your community already so i don't need to go and share it on a particular community or a platform or whatever i mean i must say that sometimes my own written articles back in the day 5 uh, years ago or 6 years ago would come back to me on my mother's whatsapp groups or whatever and you know my friends would say hey look somebody is actually taking screenshots or taking copying that and sending it back to you so i think if you are addressing a very important topic which is relevant to the community so basically what's your differentiator right what's your unfair advantage i always tell this to whether it's my team or you know on the courses that i teach on digital marketing or to to the consumer what's your unfair advantage right for us is we're talking about conversations that are top of mind for parents but nobody is addressing them so whether it's education whether it's supplementation right now right we're all popping pills at like the back of uh, you know i mean we we think it's so it's so easy to do that right you don't even need a prescription for a large part of the otc medicines that we're taking so it's a big big conversation flu shots for kids right just just right now it's like the it topic to have one is how mm. do you identify what's your unfair advantage how are you taking the lead on it right mm. and the third is how are you building ambassadors and advocates who can do the job for you we're mm. trying to do all these three so i don't need to go and populate myself or share it on mm. another group that hey this is what i want to do the minute i do this people don't find that information anywhere else and that's when they will automatically share to give you a few numbers on you know on our instagram pages um and some of the posts that we do they go upwards of 9 to 10000 shares on some of our posts and that's wow. only possible because that content doesn't exist today mm. as when you're building communities remember one very important thing you are not the community are they most creators mistake themselves as their community and they feel okay you know what if i'm a, a mom living in bombay and this is these are the concerns that i have this these are the concerns my community has biggest mistake and you totally agree i mean you've been in the content space yeah. long enough you have to work for the community that you're building 
think of what your consumer is going through what are his struggles what are his pain points what is his ask and if you are building your content around that they are going to share it um so i think those two or three things have been very very instrumental in us getting absolutely 100% organic reach on kitstop press and through the podcast as well well wow, i think the two things that you have mentioned really hit home because those are the thing that i just can't stop talking about the first thing is just add value to your audience and it's always about creating the content which your audience want not what you think your audience want and that's only possible when you engage with the community right so i'm curious has it also happened i'm sure it does but i would love for you to go a little bit you know in in details about the process how you exactly do that for people who are listening to this has it happened that you go to the community obviously you know pay attention to what they are saying and maybe often get this idea from your community saying that hey what is it that you'd like to hear more on the podcast now going forward you know these are the topics that we've already covered or maybe ha- has there been an instance or instances where your audience come to you saying that hey mansi you know we'd love listening to your podcast can you please cover these topics because these are things that i'm really struggling with right and i'm loving this whole concept about building with the people whether that's on the product or whether that's you know for the content right where you are listening so carefully to your audience or customers so you would constantly getting feedback from them asking what they want and then serving them right how that process worked for you and i would love some insights on that you know it's a very interesting question and i'm going to answer it with podcast that i heard and it had uh, karan bajaj the founder of white hat junior on the show and you know he said a very interesting thing he said i don't know why creators entrepreneurs don't want to do things that they find success with right so example if you notice and and he mentioned this in sense of you know for the first one hour he only watches analytics every single day to know what his consume you know what's been the growth what's been the numbers what i think as creators you assume that the creative process and the business process is different right you're saying oh I, my job is only to be in front of the camera or be in front of a microphone and talk and do in this no you have to look at numbers you have to look at data and the second is after you look at that if something has worked make sure you do more of it don't shy away from it so that i would say is number one as creators and as podcasters why don't you want to do more of what's working and for me luckily vijay i have multiple touch points to listen to the customer i'm looking at analytics on what's working on my website i'm looking at analytics on what's working on our instagram pages i'm seeing what people are commenting on what people are sharing what are they watching on stories on stories when we do polls to get hey do you want to listen to more of this or do you want to listen to this people get back when we are trying to talk about the different vocational courses that we recommend for children uh, they'll be like hey do you also have a course so hypothetically we've spoken about book lists for children and they'll be like hey do you also have a course on creative writing for children there mm. so it the comments the feedback all of those are insights into feeding content into what you're creating right uh, mm. so don't negate that i mean today we are a community of 106000 people on instagram and like i think over hundreds of dms and i think over 500 plus comments every single day believe me i do take a look at it even though i may not be writing every single piece i may not be doing that i run my own personal page as well on instagram but i read through those comments because somewhere your consumer is talking to you and you're missing out if you're not reading those comments 
more often than not i try to personally respond to those comments because you know as as a founder your job is not to execute as a creator your job is also to take an eagle eye view of things and see what people are talking about and sometimes what also happens that if you are you know you've said somebody else has negated something somebody else has come and battered for you and then there is a thread going on so you are also understanding and i count myself less of a creator but more of a consumer behavior um analyst <laughs> analyst right because that's that's when i forte is that's what i love mm. doing i love watching mm. people listening to people reading about people and i think that's my strength uh, with regards to where we get the inspiration what are the topics we're asking people on our social media we're watching our insights like a hawk every single day if you do not know the numbers on every single instagram post on story on the website on the podcast on the youtube channel then there's a problem right uh, so i think the the numbers tell you a lot of a lot of insights uh, number 3 is we're always listening to our consumer number 4 is follow a calendar i cannot cannot reduce the emphasis of a calendar especially in a business like ours especially if you're living in actually any part of the world but if you're living in india you know there's a cyclical business right monsoon monsoon ke baad rakhi rakhi ke baad independence day independence day ke baad dasera diwali christmas again back to sankranti you literally for like i if i was not prepared with what to do with your kids right now when they're on summer break i would be a mm. fool because i know that's a cyclical pattern watch out for yeah. cyclical patterns in your business because that's again going to give you a clue into you know what you're looking at also potential guests and potential topics i cannot i'm not joking when i say this but on my instagram and if anybody ever had a peek into the folders that i have on instagram it's literally uh, like a pinterest board right people i potentially want to get on my show people i've got on my show people clients i want to kind of connect with or clients i must follow why do i do all of these things because you need to understand the minute you have and again i heard this back on a podcast and i'll give you somewhere a simile to what i'm trying to say um what are your supposing you want to grow big on linkedin hypothetically mm. identify what are linkedin's weaknesses right linkedin's weaknesses not many people are posting videos there and they're competing with facebook and instagram and the works right how can you tap into linkedin's weakness they'll automatically bump you up mm. post more videos what's your speaker or customer's weakness why he should come to you so like i said find out that unfair advantage at multiple places whether it's with your guests whether it's with your user whether it's with yourself and then try and see how you can leverage that do you have something to offer to that person to your community that will make them want to come back to your content so i think those four or five things kind of sum up how we go about our creation process I think that's really interesting and I think those are really great tips on uh, people looking at tapping into the community and one thing that's very evident in the past 15 minutes of our conversation is you have often intensively used business and podcast and I love that and the reason that I love that is because a lot of people today are getting into podcasting because their friend is getting into it the influencer that they follow is getting into it and they just want to get into podcast because they want to put the title on their instagram bio or on their linkedin bio saying that you know what i'm also a podcast host uh, because it's such a cool thing to do today right and one of the things that i talk a lot a lot about is when you are starting a podcast obviously put a lot of time efforts and energy in understanding 
the thing about, you know, you said what is your unfair advantage. And the second thing is like who your audience is and how it is different. And then once you have figured that bit out, the second bit before you launch your podcast, you need to understand is the funnel, yeah. how that funnel is going to work for you. Not necessarily you need to have a product on day one to sell, but you need to have a vision to build the community, right? So now I want to understand how podcast complements your business. Obviously, you have a existing business and then the podcast is on the similar lines as well. Now, it can be other way around for a lot of people, which is podcast can be the starting point for that, where they start building the community and then eventually they might start offering product and services, right? So what has been your experience of podcast helping you in the business? You know, in my case, Vijay, and I can speak for myself, it worked to cement my existing business, right? Mm. Like I, I gave you the example of an entertainment park. I had to build that extra gate. And I think uh, a lot of us who started out doing podcasts in 2017, 2018, had somewhere that foresight that, you know, we one, we enjoyed the medium unconditionally, right? And yeah, I, I'd love true. to say that because we went on to be podcast creators without, uh, with seeing that, okay, there's going to be light at the end of the tunnel. Uh, but we knew that the tunnel was bloody long, but we still took that bet on ourselves to do that, right? Um, Beautifully so that put. Is, yeah, that, that's, that's what we are. We were insanely passionate about the medium and that's when we went on to do it. So one is that when I started, I knew that this is a medium that will cement my existing business. The second was, I knew that it's not something I'm going to be able to monetize or, uh, you know, it's going to be an independent product on day one. Uh, would it be in year three, year four, year five? Most definitely. So that is one part of it. The second bit is, you know, understanding that what is it that you want to achieve with with adding on to the podcast, right? So like you mentioned, some people want to do it for positioning, that you want to add it in your bio or whatever. Great, great positioning hack. Go ahead and do that, but be fair on yourself on how much time you want to really allocate to it, right? Because um, only if people judge people on Instagram bios, it would be great, right? Because at the end of the day, the filter will drop. People will see if you really have it in you or not in you, right? Uh, so that's the second part of it. Third is when you're positioning it, again, I would say a very important thing is for me to start the podcast with first mover advantage and position, right? So. What are the three or four things that, that stand for your brand or brand or your personal brand, right? In my case, Kidstop Press stood for trust. It stood for leadership. It, it stood for first mover advantage. It stood for first discovery platform, right? Mm -hmm. Like um, that's the first place I would go to. So for me, that building that leadership pillar was important. So therefore, a new medium, the brand should be there. So I think that was a second. So identify the pillars that are important before you hop onto the bandwagon. That what are the pillars that you're trying to achieve with this? Just don't blindly jump onto it. Third, again, was, you know, if you're thinking of monetizing it, then do you feel like your industry is ready for it? And you will have to, therefore, you know, build roadways to that industry, right? So for me, if it's an extra media vehicle, then is my customer ready for that? You know, other other roadways built for the customer to travel and for the brand manager or the marketing manager to travel to plow those dollars into my business. So I would say mm. those two or three things are are very very important uh, when you are thinking of 
either starting from podcast first then to community or community first to a podcast but the one underlying foundation is value value and value if either parties don't see uh, value then all of these pillars that you're trying to build will just fall off and uh, will not make sense oh and that's beautifully tied together everything that we have been discussing so far mm-hmm. which is at the end of the day whether you build a community or not or do a podcast everything they need to be value for people before they can come back and listen to the next episode right otherwise it's going to be the waste yeah. of your time efforts and energy in creating the podcast where you are not providing value and the only way that you will be able to add value to your community is by listening to them by you know just understanding what is it that they're liking and what they want to hear more of and i think that's beautifully put so now i want to talk about a little thing that's a bit different which is on the format of the show i checked your show out and you do interview based podcast and unlike a lot of podcasts uh, the long form content which i myself do like sometimes my episode goes up to 1 hour 30 minutes and you know really really long form of content usually the conversation one and yours it's interview based podcast but it's 20 minutes on an average like in and out and it's done where it's to the point specific and you have like super focused conversations that you have in 20 minutes right so two things one i want to understand like what are the thought that went behind your mind when you were thinking that hey you know what i just want to do 20 minute long episode second what is that process like for you because sometimes it's difficult for you to get your guest to be on the to stay on the topic and to you know be there so first what is the thought second what is the process like it's a question i've debated on endlessly i must say and uh, my editors me and we've had lots of fights on this i must confess but the reason why we stuck to 20 minutes is and i don't know if it's the ideal one i must also confess i don't know but the completion rate again coming back to analytics the completion rates are upwards of 65 to 70% on most episodes so i am very happy yeah that that's uh data enough for me um to say that you know we're perhaps on the right track i had a couple of things that actually led us to believe that 20 minutes one is that you know when we get a guest on they're very focused on what we want out of that guest i'm i'm ch- i'm telling you i'm chasing this uh one guest at the moment and i've, I've waited really really long to get her and i'm still waiting a waiting confirmation but i know that it will happen but before i even approach the guest i know what i want out of her i know what my consumer my listener wants to know about that person's life so hypothetically it's you vijay i know that you know you've had some affair or some divorce or something or you know you are a sustainability advocate as a parent or whatever the case may be right or it's about single parenting or it's about the lgbtq community whatever it is i nail down the conversation single minded focus of that you know so i always tell this to my team and letting out the secret out of the bag we always write the title of the show first and then we flow with everything else i always write the title of my articles first then i flow with the writing so it becomes so easy because when you have title of the show first you know exactly because think of it as you clicking on a podcast episode what grips you either the speaker or the title right so i'm assuming while i get a lot of celebrities on the show i'm assuming you don't know that person what would you want to know from that person so that is very very important and once you've written that down 
and i do a lot of research like we spend a lot of time researching our guests and some and i think that's one of the reasons that really gets them pleased and gets them talking but we ruthlessly when we need to edit we ruthlessly edit it out to a 20 minute or out and out 17 minutes actually to see that what's the extract that you want to get out of it right and i always tell this to my team that no matter how much time you've spent on uh, creating something if it's not worth your users time it's not worth it don't put it up and look at the, look at the consumer this is the creator part of it look at the consumer aspect of it we want maggie in 2 minutes we've come down from yt you know youtube videos being 30 minutes 20 minutes to 2 and a half minutes to instagram reels coming down to 1 minute 30 seconds 15 seconds like look at how we are consuming content agar humko ab kuch 10 second ka content dega hum wo bhi consume karenge so my point is look at your users attention span it's just going like this it's just a downward funnel then what makes you think that one and a half hours if i can look at blink list right we don't want to read a book we want the, the summary of the book in 15 minutes look at our consumer patterns right uh, we don't want to wait for our food to be cooked we want uh, dominos to deliver us pizza in less than 30 minutes and we're ready to pick a fight if they don't so my point is if your consumer attention span is going down so much why are you not delivering content in that format right of course you can have your long form i love long form like i can listen to podcast for one hour but my point is that we are a minority bijay we are a minority we still like you see that book on my bedside and you'll see me listening to podcast for one hour but i know the next generation of users who are coming in they don't have that attention span right and in many ways all of us are now suffering from adhd right which is attention deficit disorder that's largely because we have so many things to do you get distracted by one email one notification one this and then you stop doing that right so that's why i feel understand your consumer understand your creation process and that's how we married the two and we said 17 minutes we want better completion rates we want the user to get the maximum value out of it and that's why the short form and it's very hard sometimes there are such amazing nuggets that come out of every conversation and it's very hard to ruthlessly cut it down but like i said the concentrated version of that juice is so good that you know and that's also why our repeat ratios are fairly high that's why in a span of uh, just about 12 months on geo southern uh, on my show raising parents we've built 41000 followers on that specific show or we've hit two and a half million streams on the show or even that for that matter on apple um, you know in the kids and family segment we're in the top 50 podcasters uh, in the kids and family segment so i i guess all of these numbers somewhere help in pushing that number up as well yeah i hear what you are saying you know about uh, the concentrated conversation and this is something that i often when people ask me about the clubhouse that's exactly what i tell them right while the clubhouse is a really good thing but the only thing that i don't like about the clubhouse is for me to get that one piece of nugget i might have to wait wait for 30 minutes at times because mostly people are just having conversation and going on and on and for that same reason i just you know unless clubhouse sessions become very very structured it's going to be difficult for that platform to sustain that's at least you know how i think about it on the length part i partially agree to what you have said because um you know i'm also a huge believer of the long form of content and this uh, the way you know i look at this is 
you know, doesn't matter whether you are doing a five minutes long episode or a 50 minutes long episode. The only thing that you need to keep in mind is if you are boring your audience or not, right? So if you are boring your audience and even if you are doing five minutes long episode, then that's like a too long because people can't, you know, even listen to you for three minutes, right? Yeah, I must add in there, you know, so we also have a kids show on Apple and Spotify and our episodes for kids, which is like bite-sized news for them, is less than two and a half minutes. Because mm, you yeah. have to understand all of us somewhere are getting into the attention frames of our children, right? Yeah, More than yeah. two, two and a half minutes, I start spacing out, right? So mm, I, like yeah. I said, we're all somewhere going through ADHD in our mm. adulthood, um, uh, you know, because of, of devices in many ways. So think of your consumer, think of his attention span and then create whatever you're doing. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, uh, you know, it boils down to two things. One, how much value uh, if somebody is putting that 60 minutes or 30 minutes or five minutes, whatever that is, is the value that you're providing on whatever the number of minutes that your audience is going to spend on your show equivalent or maybe way more than uh, the amount of time that they're going to put. And second is, are you able to keep it interesting throughout and, you know, bring a lot of insights and perspective, which audience might not have thought about. Uh, so those are like, as long as you are able to do that, then, you know, you have your audience. Uh, audience's attention right the other thing is you know you have some really good lineup of the guests on your show if you were to share some quick tips like let's say one two three and like hey you know what these are the things that has really helped me in getting some of these people on my show whether that's in approaching them whether that's you know in other strategies that you have used that has really helped you that would be great guys Bijoy is not paying me for giving out the secrets uh, to this conversation <laughs> and and getting this I'm going to squeeze in all the yeah, information yeah, and like, yeah, uh -huh. yeah. but um, no but seriously I think I'm a blend of a couple of things right and you will not believe I keep getting asked this question time and over again I've been asked this question for the last seven years how do you get so many celebrities how do you get so many people to chat with you or speak with you and you know like what do you really do right what's the secret to that and I'd say a couple of things one is um, stick to your domain right like example if I've interviewed Kareena Kapoor what does a parent want to know because I run a parenting podcast and a parenting platform I stick to my domain of Kareena and parenting if I've mm. spoken to Ruskin Bond it's about writing children and books if I've spoken to a Shilpa Shetty, it is about how to keep yourself fit post-pregnancy, being an entrepreneur and a mom and doing the zillion other things that she does. She's so enterprising. It amazes me. So stick to your domain, right? If, if it's Pulela Gopichan, then, you know, failure and what it teaches kids, right? And success and what it teaches kids, because that's what sports is all about. So stick to your domain. If I ask any of these guys, like Karina, which is your next movie or whatever, 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 right? They don't need to come to listen to that on my show. They can listen mm. to a Bollywood channel or Bollywood website or, you know, any of these these guys on on that. They don't need to come to me to listen to that. So use your domain and stick to your lane. I think that's one. Second is what's your unfair advantage? I know I've said this like six times already on the show, but what is it that you can give them that nobody else can, right? It will bring out, you know, uh, a parenting side of you, you know, so when I'm saying you as in, in from a guest point of view, right, it'll bring out 
you know, we don't want to know about Karina, the mother. We want to know about, uh, we don't want Karina about the actor. We want to know about Karina, the mom. It'll bring out the, the maternal side of you or, you know, whatever else that she wants to talk about and what Kids Stop Press can give her. And today with the kind of reach that we have, we can offer that unfair advantage. Medium hmm. is also an unfair advantage. Today, I mean, I'm not humble. I want to be humble, but I don't know if uh, people will think that this is hardly being humble, but there is no other parenting podcast. So, hmm. you know, that's my unfair advantage in the medium space, right? There is no, um, there's no second, right? So that yeah. becomes it. Today, if a guest wants to be on a podcast, where is he or she going to be, right? Mm. Um, the third, I would say is I'm never afraid to ask. I have mm. sent, I, you guys see only see the guest list that actually appears on the show, but not the unread DMs that I have sent, right? <laughs> uh, I've written to, to, I've written to everybody, Vijay, and maybe like 10 people respond back. Sometimes out of 10, 10 respond back. Sometimes out of 10, zero respond back. I don't give up. I, and it's always on my list, right? It's always on my yeah. guest list. And then I keep watching that when does Vijay need me next, right? Mm. So supposing you have a movie release or you have something to talk about or you will need me more than I need you, I approach you at that time. So I think that yep. becomes uh, a very important Great thing. tip there. Yeah. And, uh, and the fourth bit I would say is that Always know your guest, right? Know the little things like the, the extensive research that we do. Um, it goes such a long way. So I may have a sample template of reaching out to guests, but I will always write, Hey, Vijay, I read your last post. It resonated so much better with me because I'm a fellow podcaster, blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, I think as creators, we always get consumed with, you know, we think we're really cool. Now imagine instead of starting out with that, if I would started out with, Hey, this is Mansi, and I have a digital reach of 10 million and I think you should be on my show. Mm. You know, like it's all about me, but yeah. I need to make it all about you because you are yeah. the one I want to approach. Think of it as like wooing, a, wooing your partner or spouse or girl or boy or whoever that case may be. Think of it as that. It's all about the other person. The, and I think as creators, we need to always stop and drop guard on being about I, me, myself. I think then it becomes mm. a larger game. Those are great tips and, uh, you know, I, I just can't thank you enough for sharing all of those. And the thing about asking, right, and a lot of times I have seen a lot of podcasters stop at that first step where they would like, oh, you know what, I'm too small right now. I don't have too many people listening to me. Uh, you know, I've just started. I'm not very confident. And that stops you from asking. And uh, in fact, you know, a couple of days back, I made this post on LinkedIn about me asking to people and in 2017 when i was just getting started three months into the podcasting game uh underconfident podcaster having no clue of how to have conversations uh not sure how to reach the people and stuff like that and i had written this you know i would write emails to so many people reach out to them and and you know obviously a lot of people as you said right when you especially when you are starting out you send emails to 10 sometimes none of them respond sometimes like two of them respond and say no uh, but there was this one particular email that really stood out where guest replied back saying that, hey, BJ, because you had the courage to step out of your comfort zone, create this podcast and reach out to me, I'll say, yes, love it. Does this Friday work for you? I'm in you know, Canada time. And that reinstated the faith 
and also gives you a uh, you know tells you that hey you know what i should not stop asking yeah because also it's i think on top of like those great tips that you have shared also the ability to say accept rejection and yeah. not feel not take it personally which i did in the beginning because i i was not good at taking you know rejections and i think in the process i have become much much better in taking no as an answer because when you realize that it's not about you it's nothing personal it's just that this opportunity which you present in front of them is not uh something that resonates with where they are at the moment right but those are right. great tips thank you no, i yeah. i just also add there right that and i shared this on my uh, instagram handle as well which is no the word no is not necessarily a bad word it's just redirection hmm. sometimes right yeah. so yeah. don't don't treat a no from someone as uh, as rejection it's not rejection it's hmm. just redirection maybe the way you're yeah. sending it out is not correct now you have the four yeah. tips so i'd love for people yeah. to actually use any of those and tag me and vijay on instagram and we'd love to yeah. see that we've made a little impact right that that goes such a long way in uh, in helping us to do this more often yeah absolutely absolutely great you don't know how much i'm appreciating this conversation <laughs> right now uh, i have one last thing that i want to ask because you have you know you do two podcasts one you know you do it on your own which is available on all the platforms and out there and the other show that you do uh, raising parents you have done in collaboration with geo saven which is exclusive to the platform and obviously uh, geo saven's do great put great deal of effort in marketing and promoting that show right so what's been your experience of these two things like you know one is like doing it on your own and making it available on all the platforms and then going with the platform so most in the platform perspective because a lot of people listening to this already have experience of working on like you know distributing the show to all the plat- uh, all the different platforms so how does that exclusivity help you as a creator what are the things that you know that is taken off your shoulder by collaborating with the platforms so again very very interesting question vijay and i think um, guys look at it as what part of your journey are you at right and what do you need at that point for me before i had the savan deal i was already uh, podcasting and i've been doing that for like i said from 2017 and 2018 build a community there etc but i felt that you know and and we have enough and more content right so i was like okay you know this i have enough to actually put it out on two platforms so why not right and like you said they're fabulous at marketing their content they have a really really robust team they have a really ready made audience community for bollywood content right and if large part of my guests are celebrities or you know especially bollywood celebrities it kind of i saw synergy there and i was like okay this makes sense because there is synergy there on putting it on a platform and I'll be honest Apple and Spotify weren't as big as they are today like today Spotify yeah. is perhaps you know um really putting their creators on a pedestal I don't think they were doing that 18 months ago so I think you have to and if I have to see you know the kind of content that I am creating and what's the impact that I want to create do I want to be on the top 1 percentile only then I can stick to you know mass distribution platforms but that's not my end goal my end goal for kids stop press is also to create and as an individual is to create impact at scale right if that's mm-hmm. your vision then 
the distribution also has to be impact at scale, right? Mm. And that's why I feel like a player like Savan becomes um, a very important contributor uh, to to that ecosystem. And I feel like nothing's permanent, right? You know, you can see that works for you. Like I said, if I have to sum this up, what's the impact that you want to create? What's the, um, you know, milestone in your journey that you are, that you want to pick and choose whether I need exclusivity, whether I need a platform, what is it that I want to do? Can you tap into an exist already existing community that, that they have? And the fourth, I would say, is is like I was telling you, right, that nothing is reversible, is non-reversible, right? So today, um, you know, if somebody's investing so much in you, of course, they should get their due back. And also understand, lastly, Vijay, I would say, is understand your limitations, right? As a creator, if you're trying to do everything, you're harnessing and depleting your energies to something which somebody's already good at. So hmm. do you want to focus on getting better people, doing better production, getting more meat out there? Or do you want to focus on marketing where somebody is already better than you at? I mean, I have the unfair advantage that I already have a production house. I already have a media company that I run and therefore I get the guests, etc. But everybody may not be at that same same space, right? So I would say these four or five things really help. Awesome. Is there any last tip that you'd like to give to the people who are listening to this who are obviously existing podcasters? Yeah, I would say pay attention very, very close eye to your analytics. Um, you know, like like the Asian paints ad, like Har Ghar Kuch Kehta Hai. I would say analytics Hamesha Kehta Hai, right? They're like always keep a very, very strong eye on it. Um, the second I would say is figure out your unfair advantage. What is it that you're bringing onto the table, right? So write your titles first figure out what what is with this episode that you want the user to take away because then you'll be very sharp in what your what your conversation is uh like i can already think of the title of this show <laughs> because i feel like it, i would love that yeah, what like is I've, that <laughs> yeah like vijay has really funneled it down so brilliantly um through all through the questions um the third part of it i would say is that don't be disheartened when you see dwindly numbers like don't give up because every creator and you've heard this time and over again consistency is key keep that consistency on even if you see depleting numbers so that is very very important and uh, to the to to the larger creators i would say who are perhaps listening to this is payback like i've done in the last uh, couple of months i've recorded a podcast with somebody who has maybe 50 followers a college student yeah. who's started a podcast because she wants to put it up on her resume and she needed some yeah. strong names out there. Give it back to people. I think when you do that, life comes a full circle. And just remember that um, how would, you know, go back to your create. I mean, of course, channelize your time, energy, learn to say no when you have to. But always pay back because I, I always sometimes when I read um, these DMs, I feel like if the person has been consistent, I do say a yes. Uh, mm. Even if they have 50 followers, it doesn't matter because I feel those people need you far more than the larger shows mm. where you're one in a pool, where these guys are mm. actually students who are taking down notes and writing yeah. every single thing that you say, and you're going to actually impact them earlier on versus uh, creators who are sometimes perhaps just competition mapping or whatever else that they're doing. So I would I would say that these four or five things are are very critical because um, you know, the, that you're not impacting lives, right? And I must yeah. say, 
you know, a quote that, uh, you know, when I interviewed Pulela Gopichand, he told me this. I just asked him, what does success mean to you? And he said, it's the amount of lives you impact. And I cannot tell you, Vijay, somewhere that has kind of stayed with me. I think I interviewed mm-hmm. him maybe four years ago. It is still stayed with me. And, and I feel that uh, it's just so important, right? I mean, you can you can be selfish and make lots of money and have the biggest house and swanky cars and all of that is great. That's, that's a feel-good factor. But if you've not impacted people, um, then somewhere feels futile to me. So I think uh, payback is very, very important, guys. Well, thank you so much for saying that loud because as I was giving that example of that email, right? Just that email saying that just because you had the courage busy to write this email to me, I'll be guest on the show. And at that point of time, out of hundreds of emails that I have you know, received, that stood out. And that's something yeah. that still when I go back and look at that, you know what? It's not about, um, you know, who came on my show and whom I had interviewed, but how that person made me feel and think about myself. And I think that matters a lot. Thank you so much. Um, that was Mansi. Everybody, you can find her at the rate Mansi Dirt Javeri, J-A-V-E-R-I on Instagram. Make sure you take a screenshot of this episode and tag Mansi and tag me at the rate Vijay Speaks. Also, you can find Mansi's podcast first, Raising Parents on Geo7. And don't forget to visit her website, Kids stoppress.com I'll repeat that's kidsstoppress.com I'll put all of this in the description of the show thank you so much Mansi um, this has been a great conversation thank you thanks so much Podcast Unfiltered is a Wine Studio production the show is produced by me Vijay Gautam and Anushka Pandey is their assistant producer Shrey Obrue is our audio engineer for the show you can find other podcasts produced by Wine Studio by visiting our website wine.studio that is w-y-n.studio or searching Wine Studio on your podcast app. I'll see you in the next. Music.